For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Amanda Glasner, Deputy Editor at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining me today is Heather Engel, Managing Partner at Strategic Cyber Partners. Heather, welcome. Thanks, Amanda. It's good to be here. Excited to have you here. So the story we'll be covering today was published by Fleet Owner. It dives into some security concerns that were raised at an industry conference hosted by the National Motor Freight Traffic Association, that's the NMFTA for short, regarding how hackers can apparently disable trucks and trailers on the road with just $300. Heather, this is pretty alarming, so I want to give you the microphone. Can you take our listeners through this story and tell us more about why it's sounding off alarm bells throughout cyberspace? Sure. Well, one of the things that we always look at is what are some of the critical industries and critical infrastructure that keeps our country running, right? And we saw this during the pandemic, where when we were having difficulty getting goods and supplies into stores, that had a big impact on people as a whole. And so what we're looking at here with this story is someone who is a cybersecurity research engineer with, as you mentioned, NMFTA, was able to demonstrate an attack where they sent some reset commands to the tractor trailer's anti-lock braking system. And they were using radio signals to basically reset the control module and disable the vehicle. And so what's happening here in this demonstrated attack is that the brakes on some of these tractor trailers that we're all used to seeing on the road could become inoperable, or at the very least, they're emitting signals to the driver telling the driver that they need to pull over, which you know, if you've ever studied logistics or looked at that kind of background, these things are pretty tightly scheduled and delays in the supply chain at almost any point have a big impact. Right. As you mentioned, disabling these vehicles could have significant impacts on cities, critical infrastructure, and the safety of nations as a whole. I'm wondering if you had any thoughts on how companies can effectively protect their equipment from potential hacks and ensure their continued functionality. Sure. Well, part of the article, there was a separate link to some other things that fleet owners and tractor trailer owners could do to help protect uh, against these types of attacks. You know, one of the things that I think is always interesting is a lot of the time we see these very advanced technologies, but then the way that we protect against them is to basically roll back those features and not use the advanced technology. And that's some of what's here. There are some mitigations that are listed out. I think the thing to really remember here is that anytime we're talking about a system that's networked or emits some type of frequency is electronic, there's a potential there for it to be broken into, misused, or to have it stop working altogether. So the things that we look at here are going to be the same things that we would look at if we were securing a company's network or some other type of critical infrastructure. We want to look at how those systems can be isolated and can we really reduce the attack surface by making sure that we've closed the configuration to where we're only using what's absolutely necessary. We also would look at what types of monitoring and what types of warnings maybe would give us some sort of early indicator that we're under attack. And again, we say this over and over again, but a lot is about educating our users, whether they're sitting at a desktop, whether they're driving a truck, educating them on what some of the signs and signals are for a system potentially being under attack or a system potentially having been breached. Thank you, Heather. I'm looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks again for having me. For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Amanda Glasner, Deputy Editor at Cybercrime Magazine. To hear more about this story and others, visit CybercrimeWire.com. 
And for more of our media, visit our website at cybersecurityventures.com.